All right. Two minutes. Two minutes, okay. Michael Phillips, Don. Not Michael Phelps. Not the swimmer. No, no. So don't make the joke like you always do when he's on. I never made the joke to him. No, because you're not on the air. That's why I'm sure he's I could see you back in the booth there saying, oh, is that the he's swimmer? Probably, he's probably not well, that The swimmer? Tall. I'm going to be a swimmer. <laughs> That's not a good imitation of you. I, I, Todd could do a good imitation of you, I, I thought. Yeah, Todd, uh, Todd and Jeff. Uh, Jeff, did, oh yeah, Jeff did insufferable, like on bus trips. He'd keep doing you on a bus trip. Or, or something I say, then he'd keep repeating it. Yeah. Like meat raffle. <laughs> bringing up meat raffle for the next <laughs> six years. Can I hear you say meat raffle? Hmm? Let me hear you say meat, meat raffle. raffle. Sounds like you saying meat raffle. I, did, I did Jeff do a good imitation of, your, of that? No, it was the, the fact that I mentioned it. And he yeah. just thought it was the most... The, Oddest thing in the world. He had the meat never raffle? heard of it. He'd never heard of a meat was raffle. Was it during a show? No. It was it's just casual mention just of a meat raffle. Because you won a meat raffle, I remember. Yes. <clears throat> and Jeff just. What did you win? Meat. And, the, and <laughs> Jeff thought that was. He thought it was hilarious and he kept bringing it up. It's a big thing in Wisconsin, meat raffles. Well, apparently Jeff doesn't live in Wisconsin <clears throat> much. No, he doesn't. He lives in Milwaukee. Yeah. Brookfield. Not really in Wisconsin. All right. But right. meat I've never been to a meat raffle. Yeah, and, they, and then I found out they have them all around. There's one, I guess, every week at Tully's. Oh, the American Legion. Yeah. They have a meat raffle, I think. Is that where you won? No. You I won some it. pork chops or something. Yeah, I won pork chops. It was like a... And you had never made pork chops, which is even more astounding to me. And now when I see pork chops, <clears throat> I buy them and I make them. <laughs> That, see, that's the value of meat raffles. That's why the meat people Learn are so smart. Yes. They get you hooked on a meat. A meat. Yeah. I would have been a happy vegetarian the rest of my life if I hadn't. You're not a vegetarian anyway. No. I've seen you eat every sort of meat, <laughs> but I've never Even seen you chicken. with a poke chop. No? I've seen you with eating this damn chicken livers or whatever that oh, was. Oh, yes. Chicken livers. livers. Is that a chicken liver? That they... No, that was veal liver, I think. Yeah, because chicken livers are small. Yeah. This is big and disgusting. I bought some and... the other day, but you, you can't buy them in small enough quantities <laughs> to, uh, you know, you have to eat them. How many chicken, chicken livers? They won't, I mean, veal. It comes in like a cottage cheese container of chicken oh, livers. Oh, God, that's, that's bad on two counts. That's a lot of liver. That's a lot I of got liver. a lot of liver to, to do. do. Left to do. Okay. Right. Well, that's better than the show is going to be. <laughs> All right. Oh, it's 10.01. We're late. All right, I was going to open with something a little different, I thought. All right. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah, we're ready. All right. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Wilkie, the talking orca. Hello? 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 Oh, boy. Let's see Jeff imitate that, huh? Yeah. Jeff Hammond, if you're listening, let's see you do. It's, by the way, it's not Wilkie. That's, that was a presidential candidate. It was uh, Wiki. Oh, Wiki. Wiki, the orca. He's, and, uh, he's at Marineland in France. 
So you can kind of hear the accent. Yeah, it sounds very French. Yeah. Not, you know, a little bit. You know, the French can't speak English. They can do a lot of things, but they cannot speak English. There's no one worse at speaking English than the French. I've, I've, I've said this before. <laughs> you know? I, I and French is so much harder to uh, pronounce and enunciate. And, you know, and they do that perfectly well. I guess they're born to it. But so the English is fairly simple, straightforward, and E-I-O-O-U. Well, not to the French. Not to the French? No. No, they have to complicate things. It sounds like they're, it's, they sound like they're French. They sound like they're French. No matter what they do. Well, you want to hear more of this, I know. Here's a... Uh, there's more. Yes. The raspberry. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, hard day at Marineland there. You know? Doesn't like that particular trainer is what I'm thinking. Huh. Creaking door? Do you want to hear the creaking door? Sure, sure. Let's hear the creaking door. <laughs> creaking door is... Pretty good. But when did he hear a creaking door? I mean, that, that was just something that he was doing, screwing around, I think. Because yeah. you're not going to be near a creaking door, probably, in the pool there. Might be a creaking door nearby, but unlikely. How about the numbers? Counting. Ready? Oh. One, two, three. <laughs> One, two, three. One, two, three. One, two, three. One, two. Oh, I think I'm tired of it, so I stopped it. Yeah, I think the, yeah. it doesn't really sound like that. I think that's all I got there. Yeah. From Wiki. The, not uh, Wilkie. Not Wilkie. That's Wendell. Wendell. The Marine Land, uh, the French Marine Land uh, Orca. And don't call them killer whales. I hate it when they call them killer whales. Yes. They're orcas. But they used to be killer whales? Uh, they call that. Okay. So, you know, I had a dream about I was, Donald, I was working for Donald Trump. Honestly, <laughs> God, I did. And I was working in one of his restaurants or something like that. And uh, he wasn't bad to work for. Actually, he was kind of genial. And uh, he had some, a problem with the, uh, the salads. They were just serving hunks of iceberg lettuce with all of meat, 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 meat. You and your meat, you'd be happy there, you know, in the Trump restaurants. Yeah. So I said, what you got to do, what you should do, I didn't tell him what you got to do. What, what you might do, Donald, is to um, get, a, get your own green grocer. It works just for Trump. And all these, all these greens and exotic greens and people who eat, you know, nasturtiums, put those in there, in their salads. Arugula, Arugula is, you know. So passe, arugula is passe. You know, that's, I said no, and he said, um, "I'll do that." Oh no, he said, "We'll do that." One, he must have said, "I'll do that." I don't know, and, and he liked it anyhow. And he, so I felt pretty good. He said he would. He liked my idea. Very strange dream. No, and then but the only thing odd about it was that he at one point in the dream he climbed up on my back, and I had to walk around with him on my back. Honest to God. 
and he was surprisingly light, so maybe he is just 225. <laughs> Honestly, God, he was out in my back, and I thought, oh, that's okay, it's working for Trump. He's on your back. And then uh, he said I could have a T-shirt afterwards. I guess it was payment for that. Well, better than a roll of paper yeah. towels. Yeah, so that was my Trump dream. Right before I woke up, too, so it's the kind of thing you remember. Wow, well, yeah. The kind of thing you tell your psychiatrist if you happen to have one. All right, so uh, in all the news, that isn't. Uh, Donald Trump woke up and saw his shadow, so six more weeks of indictments. Uh, the State of the Union was the worst since Robert E. Lee's. The House has released a classified document which proves the FBI was behind Stormy Daniels. Let me rephrase that. No. Behind. Yes. Uh, Trump says no new Russian sanctions are needed since the old ones are more than enough to disregard. Uh, apparently the only sanction being enforced is against Russian dressing because Mr. Trump doesn't like Russian dressing. And they're marketing it anyway. They're calling it former Soviet Union dressing. So it has squeaked through there. Uh, let's see. In, in my opinion, in the end, uh, Trump may fall based on his business practices because he thinks emoluments are vanishing cream. So he's not really up on that. Uh, Trump's theme for his presidency is... Uh, the new American moment, or in Russian, I say in Russian. Новый американский момент. I'm sorry. Новый американский момент. Yes, new American moment. Uh, there you go. Loosely translated, actually, from the Russian, this means. Okay. All right, we don't have to hear all of them. New American moment. The Guggenheim, of course, thought he said New American movement and sent him a solid gold toilet because they really thought he'd love it. I don't know if you saw that. I have a picture here. Here's the toilet. Very nice. This is a... That's the morning <laughs> after... Altered. Morning after the State of the Union. He had a lot on his mind, apparently. Okay, let's see there now. Page two. Uh, Canada's national anthem is now gender and nation neutral. So, O Canada is now O-A. Okay, the Wisconsin state representative, if you do them fast, you know, that's the main thing, so they don't have a chance to think about them. They don't say Canada anymore. They, they don't, never mind. Uh, the Wisconsin state representative who believes the earth is 6,000 years old will not run for re-election since the world ends in 6006. Uh, Wisconsin Secret Society Senator Ron Johnson was beamed up by space aliens who refused to anally probe him, and they beamed him right back. That's the good news for Ron Johnson from Wisconsin. And Janesville's uh, Paul Ryan, uh, well, all he ever wanted to be was a real boy. Okay, there he is wishing to be a real boy. Oh. All right, so this, a lot of this is visual. It doesn't really work under these circumstances. It doesn't work if you can see it either, apparently. Uh, Apple is reimagining iBooks as books. iBooks are now... Just books? Books, which I imagine they will want to trademark. Uh, Mueller is asked to see Donald's grade records at Fordham. <laughs> Oprah refusing a demotion will not run for president. An asteroid, this is interesting, an asteroid will strike the Earth coincidentally during Super Bowl halftime 
just as Justin Timberlake is reaching for 61-year-old LaToya Jackson's bustier. So I'm tuning in. I wasn't going to watch. It'd be cool. Uh, admit it, gluten-free water is something you wish you would have thought of. The only better thing would be waterless water because then you wouldn't even need the bottles. You're selling gluten-free water. No. Honestly, really? Someone is selling gluten-free water. I thought you just made that up. No, I don't make up any of this, obviously. Uh, true, uh, drug Lord El Chapo reassures jurors that he won't have them killed before the trial, but the before was in air quotes. You know, Ante's day. He said, Ante's day. Ante's day. My air quotes are pretty good in Spanish. Uh, this just in, Trump will impose Russian sanctions on Hillary Clinton. And, uh, you know, he was mad about it, but she could have read a lot worse sections of Fire and Fury on the Grammys. Did you see that? No, I just knew she yeah. did. She just read the part about uh, uh, eating, he, he thinks of eating at McDonald's where he thinks he can't be poisoned. Hmm. Meanwhile, I'm thinking, I'm working at the French Fryer at Mickey D's, and who should walk in but President Trump? Okay. If they do it for cops, you know, they, at the very least, they spit on the burgers yeah. and stuff, you know. Who knows? Things you don't want to think about. Yes. I don't think you should go there, is what I'm saying. Uh, millennials do not recognize stop signs because they're analog. Uh, you want to stay out of the rough at the waste management open. Here's one for you that you're going to like. Uh, St. Francis Xavier's forearm is visiting dozens of cities across Canada. That's, and I'll show you the, I Do I have the actual forearm? This is a, yes, that's his forearm there. Well, can you see it? Okay. Yeah. This is for him. It's missing the thumb. Or so I thought, anyway, because I think someone else claimed the thumb. You know, you get these relics. Yeah. Got an arm. Okay. Thumb's mine. But, and then I got a close up of it. And actually, it's, it was just, the thumb is there. See this? You can see the it thumb there. Just... There's the thumb. Oh, yeah. The thumb is clearly there. But look at this here. You see what I got circled here? Apparently, how did he die? You know, you have to die. Don't you have to have uh, be martyred or something? He was, he was wow. martyred at a water park or something. He's got a little band around. See the wrist? That's a water. That's like what you, they give you a water park. You know. Oh, I see. A water park. Yeah, water park. Okay. So he drowned there. Yeah, but I tell you, you know, uh, me, I'm I'm Saint Francis Xavier or anybody, and I'm not really happy. Any of my severed limbs, clippings, or organs will be in Thunder Bay Tuesday night. Then on to Saskatoon. I'm really pissed about that. Right? <laughs> I mean, you're a saint, for, for God's sake. And, you're, and you're, your severed arm is going to appear in Thunder, Thunder Bay on Tuesday? When was he a, a living being? I don't have the details, but no, his arm no. doesn't look too good. It must no, have, it's been a while. Thousands of years old either. No, well, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Just wondering. I mean, I would be pissed, frankly, myself. I mean, no more raising the dead pissed you know i was this particular saint and he's anyway uh pope francis says fake news goes back to the garden of eden and i'm hoping he doesn't mean the whole eve rib thing or maybe i hope he does that's kind of a weird thing now you know i mean obviously it's because men never could have babies and it's the one thing that uh thank god it was never carried forward you know we had to actually take our ribs out to make our wives is that what he said was the fake news no, he said something about uh, Eve, Eve and the, the snake. 
Oh, the snake. But the snake said the. Oh. Yeah. You. But I'm just one. You know, you know, and it's tricky to apply fake news standards to the holy word of God. Because where do you stop? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Infinity. Uh, Nikki Haley, UN ambassador and possibly really close to the president, uh, says the U.S. is taking sidesteps to prevent future Russian election interference. Which, by the way, the guy she may be really close to says never happened in the first place. And that's a relationship killer, should there be one. Uh, the NFL's Roger Goodell says there's a new catch, no catch rule. Now catching the ball will be considered a catch, while dropping the ball will be considered a drop. So that's a breakthrough for professional football. That's, of course, unless the ref's wife has just left him or has points on the game. Or his cataracts make for a lot of visual wiggle room. And finally, and I mean that, how cold is it? Well, Bella only goes halfway out the door and poops in the house. That's all the news that isn't. Okay. Any word from uh, Michael Phillips? No, this is Michael Phillips of the Chicago Tribune. Please leave a message. Thank you. You know, call him one more time and we'll just put his answering machine on. Okay, yeah, put the answer machine on. So at least we can say we had Michael Phillips on. Yes. Oh, now your phone is ringing. Can you answer it? Hello? Oh, well, Michael only left one here. Anyway, I'm going to put you up here. Yeah. Was it my Hello? fault? Why is it always my fault when anything goes wrong? <laughs> are you there? Michael, are you there? Yes, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me let me get, let me cut off the uh, cut off the feed. Cut off your yeah. feet. Yeah, yeah. And we'll use them as relics, and we'll tour Canada. Yeah. Hey, you know what? I'd really love to do, Michael. What? I'd love to just slowly go through everything you just covered. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I had to. So, it's called padding. Uh, all right. Hang on. Hang on. Yeah. This is like this is like you know. I know we have the, the yeah. three guilty parties here have a collective age of roughly nine hundred years. But, no, you know, you're still, not that old. Nonetheless, you can't be more than six hundred. All right, but hang on. I've been trying to yeah. get a hold of you guys, yeah. you know, through through the, your means of communication, the Twitter messenger, and all the rest of it, because my phone is kaput and I'm using my wife's phone number. Oh, and yet, oh. and then I and then I finally remembered. Oh, yeah, I should probably check Facebook your Live. Your your phone is kaput. Kaput for now. So yeah. I'm on the other phone. So yeah. I'm I'm sorry, my apologies. No, no, um, no, no apologies ever accepted. Uh, needed. No, well, I, don't know. I, I felt I felt like you were sort of you were sort of painting me as the guilty party and all. No, this. no, no, you never, never are. Michael, well, in, in my yeah. thinking, all right, it's either anyway, me I, or I, my I, wife in any situation. I, I, so I'm out of her. time, so it was fun. It was fun. Yeah, are you out of time? No, or you no. got to go. No, 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 I'm totally fine. Let me ask you this, Michael. How are yeah. you? I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> Busy, yeah, I'd rather huh? do it in person because then, then you know, you know, then, then there's rarely a technological issue. Did you, if you wanted to come up to a house of guys' own here, which we are, you're always welcome. I, I, I got to say, yeah. the wood trim uh, in your house, yeah. at your house, yeah, yeah I, very nice, spectacular. It's called yeah, pine. It, yeah, it ma- it makes you it, it frames you in sort of an unexpectedly classy way. It's very nice. Okay, thank you very yeah. much. Unexpectedly <laughs> is not necessary. I don't believe. <laughs> That's over a statement. See, I saw that they're losing the uh, drama critic in Chicago there. 
Yeah. 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 Well, Hetty Weiss. Uh, no, yeah. She, she's been the longtime theater and dance critic at the other paper, the Sun Times. Yeah. Um, what the know, heck? It's Chicago. Well, that's that was my. That's what I put on Twitter. I that's why I said it. Yeah. In this town, I mean, yeah. you know, but we'll see what their coverage plans are, uh, other than just sort of throwing a little freelance money at the at the at the job uh, instead of a full time paid staffer. I, maybe that's the solution. Yeah, uh, it's a it's a stupid one, but um, yeah, I don't know. It's a bummer. I mean, I was I was theater critic before I was film critic here in Chicago, and it's an yeah. enormous job, <laughs> yeah. and not really meant for a human being. I mean, you yeah. need yeah, anyway. So you must, you must take a lot of guff because the theater people are right there, and all you know, around I, you. It's it you know it's a good point because it's it's a it's the it's sort of the opposite of being a film critic because you don't you rare, you so rarely kind of have to face uh, whoever you've either just you know written about <laughs> whatever you think I, I remember standing on the L platform the first winter I was here and you know having just you know not really liked a certain show and there there he is right there where I was waiting for the brown line. And uh, I've, I've never so cold and lonely was a wait for a train. Let me yeah. tell you. It didn't yeah. push you on the tracks or anything, though. That's good. No, no, I wasn't that rough. No, yeah. No, no, no. What if this portends an end to film critics? Um, I mean, it's... You'd get by. You know, uh, we'll see. You know, I You got the movie get... channel work. You got that. Well, no, not lately, but, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, I've got, uh, I'm on a podcast this morning with Michael Feldman, so I'm, I'm hoping that'll, you know, yeah. kind of make my nut for yeah. the month. Yeah. Whatever that means, I'm, I hope it does. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think they're pretty much, you got, except do you think, I mean, let's talk about uh, if like, uh, a theater critic, yeah. stage critic, can actually influence whether a play uh, is, how, how it's received can affect its run. Yes, but often movie often critic, more, yeah, more direct, yeah, more yes, direct. Movie critic, no one, uh, you know, doesn't go to a movie because of a, of a review, or goes to it because of a review. Do you think? Right, um, I'd say that's true, and I, I would say though that the, the great, uh, the great uh, sort of satisfaction of the job, if you just look at it in any kind of economic impact, is when you have a small movie in in a sea of small movies and big movies, uh, most of whom have bigger advertising budgets, uh, if you have a small movie that you really like and you just think, geez, if I could just get the word out on this thing, yeah. you know, you might get a few more people looking. And that, you know, that comes up a few times a year where you're actually able mm -hmm. to make, you know, help a film kind of just get out there. Yeah. Um, the rest of it is just sort of messing with ideas. You know, like why is, you know, you know does the latest Transformers movie, speaking of the Razzie nominations, right? This year, yeah. does the latest Transformers movie need me to kind of you know you know take a leak on it? I, no, it won't. It won't affect its global box office in any way. But you can wrestle with some you know some questions with it at least. It's like well, you know why are they popular? Why is this one? Why what's up with this franchise that makes it so much stinkier than every other franchise? And, <laughs> you know, you you pose those questions and hopefully you get an answer or two that that makes decent reading mm. for people who are never going to see that Transformers yeah. movie. And let me ask yeah. you this. Would you say taking a leak in your column in the Chicago uh, Tribune? If not, that. why would you say it on the Michael Feldman, whatever this is, <laughs> why, why do I hold last gasp attempt standard, show? A lower standard? Um, <laughs> no, that's okay. Uh, uh, you know, I, know, uh, I know you're excited about uh, Johnny Greenwood. Oh, my God. Have you heard that music for Phantom Thread? No, what's it sound like? Oh, go you! You tell you what you want to just fill 
three, three and a half minutes of, of airtime. Go play the, uh, well, you can pull it off YouTube, uh, legally, actually. And it's Johnny Greenwood, formerly of Radiohead, yeah. wrote this gorgeous orchestral. It sounds yeah. just like every It's on train. right now. You can't hear it, I guess. Huh? Let's hear it. The theme's House on. of Woodcock? Is it House yeah. of Woodcock, though? House of Woodcock, yeah. Yeah. I love it. It's my favorite. Beautiful. Uh, original. It's my favorite music for the screen in many years. Very Yeah, good. yeah, yeah. And it's very uh, orchestral. Very. It's it's like a '50s melodrama, but no. but but with something wrong in it, like something a little off. Lila, yes, it does something off. Lyle, Lyle is music. Lyle plays the carillons, you know, and he's he's totally musical. So Lyle yep. is was that musical or not? Sure, of course, it's musical. Because it's musical, okay. But yes. I mean, I mean, in terms of being classical, or it sounds sure it sounds like romantic classical music. Yep. Okay, a little so he like was that, very right? impressed. He was very impressed. I don't know much. I don't know much about the, you know, the derivations, but you know, I think it's a little of <clears throat> the score. Also uses some WC, and it sounds a little like that. But it also sounds WC like WC Fields. No, no WC, <laughs> not WC Fields. What is this? The bank deck? No. <laughs> there you go again. No. Yes, Michael. Yes, there you go. There you go again. Yeah. Okay, you're uh, in that sunken place again. Yeah, what that—that that was a great movie, right? What you one? think? Get out. Which one? Yeah, I loved it. Top yeah. ten. Yeah, top ten. Yep. Especially for a first film, I didn't see anything. Anything really? It's taken some heat from some people who think it's not. What? What's what? What is it? Oh, I, I people. Well, okay, Get Out. For you know, you should see it if you haven't seen it. But if it, I know you have. But um, I think it's honestly, Michael, if, if that film had opened in October and then by November people realized that it's not just um, a big hit but really, really interesting and, in fact, one of the best films of the year, then then you'd have the story of the award season. Mm-hmm. On, as, it, as it happened, it opened in March. It, it, you know, it cost something like $6 million to produce it, and it made uh, $250 million. It's like the biggest dollars and cents success story of the year nah. and uh but it just i think people have been living with it all year and uh, you know in the oscar season that means it never happened yeah you know what i mean yeah. although it got a lot of it got all the all it deservedly got a ton of nominations but yeah um i would argue with you on on the quality of three billboards michael for god's sake okay all right let's argue about yeah. that one we always got to uh, argue because i know we always disagree right but you're the critic Right, and I'm just a critic, small C. Right, right, but and yet we both failed technologically to make this call happen on time. So that's I, right. I think that, that's right. that levels. The Let's field get over for that. Us. Get past it. Okay, <laughs> three bill. I, you know, I, I love. I, I mean, you can't really love that film because it's so depressing and everything. But I thought it was amazing on several levels. It was like an old morality play or something. The way the characters actually come around circle, and yeah. uh, the 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 sheriff there. Uh, who was the sheriff? Uh, Sam Sam Rockwell or Woody Harrelson? Uh, Woody Harrelson was like a, like an angel who right. made all this happen. And I mean, I didn't see. I saw it as very metaphorical, obviously. And and so you didn't see any of that, did you? 
Well, I, I saw it, and this, this writer, director, Martin McDonough, who yeah. films I enjoy, I liked in Bruges. And he's yeah, that's a, very, a great film, too. I love that film. A very effective playwright, too, and I saw him yeah. you know years ago as a player, and, and they're really these really funny, violent melodramas that work if you do them right on stage. They're, they're really, really effective. Yeah. And I think that's how people received three billboards, but... And I like, and, and you know what? I recommended it mainly for the acting, but uh, but I think I felt a little now in retrospect, yeah. I feel a little hoodwinked by how good the acting was because huh. I think that movie's kind of a two faced, hypocritical, hmm. you know, and and ultimately pretty easy on the characters. It's just sort of a, I don't know. I, That's my, true. My issue it's with easy. it. My here's my issue with it. Yeah. I think. I think uh, it, it keeps you watching because it's, it's basically this sort of tit-for-tat revenge melodrama that right. just amps up the violence to keep you watching. And then it gives you and the characters a happy ending because they run off at the end like Thelma and Louise to go kill a rapist, right? And that it's hard, maybe, it's hard to root against. Maybe it's they're going to go. Yeah, they will. It, it's hard to root against them. It's hard to root against them because of everything I've just said. But, yeah. but I, I think right. it makes it very easy for the audience. Well, I, I think I, I thought it was unusual that someone who just firebombed and burned down a police station was not charged. And that a, right. uh, well, the guy no, who threw a guy out the window, guy who threw this guy out the window and walked back and just got fired from his job, but they didn't mention right. the fact that there was a guy lying in the street. Well, this is not, this, you know, honestly. That I thought was film, light-handed. Yeah, and this film heavy. is no more, I would say this film is no more realistic than The Shape of Water, you know. <laughs> right, but I don't think it's real, I don't think it's, you can say that. I don't think you can charge it with not being realistic. It's a film, for one thing. Right. And I right. think it's very, I think it's like a morality play of some sort. I think that's really yeah. what it's about, is about this full circle and how people can change under weird circumstances. And I don't think any of it is realistic, really. Right. Well, I th- and I think what you're, what you're pointing to is the, the fact that this, this you know, violent, racist, idiot cop played by Sam Rockwell, by the end, he's really become the main character a and, a much more, and a more sympathetic guy. Yes. And I think this is what, what a lot of very good uh, opinion pieces uh, have been focusing on in that, you know, it's, you really wanted to sort of redeem this white racist and mm-hmm. uh, and then make and really ultimately pin the whole movie on him. Maybe that limits the film. Yeah. Um, I don't know. The acting is terrific. I mean, Rockwell. I've always enjoyed Sam Rockwell, and yeah. uh, you know, as he said at the Golden Globes, he said it's great. I make a lot of movies nobody sees. It's great to be in one that people are seeing. Yeah, <laughs> you know? and you know that's why he's going to win the Oscar. I think. You know, yeah. frankly, but I thought it was there was a brilliant. You know. If you suspend disbelief, which you have to do for any film, really, don't no, you? No, I never. No, I never suspend disbelief. You never, never. suspend a disbelief. I'm no, even not, no, I'm not no. sure what it means, but I know you got to do it. You got to suspend. You got to suspend disbelief. And I put my uh, you're watching on, a movie. You're watching a movie. Uh, no, I, 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 I shouldn't won't have to tell you belief. this, Michael. You're a film critic. I'm. I, I you're put watching my a belief, movie. Uh, I put my belief on probation, but never suspension. So, you know. <laughs> Whereas Lady Bird, I thought, is so overrated. No, so no, cliche. Film, no, no, I'm sorry. So, um, oh, life in Sacramento. Oh, and you're a Catholic no, no. schoolgirl who doesn't fit in. Never seen that before. No, no, I, I'm sorry. I, I can't quite hear you. Did you say best film of the year? Because I, oh, I agree. It God. was the best film of the year. Yeah. Oh, and this annoying Irish young person who was annoying on the film and then their first boyfriend. Oh, my God. It turns out he's gay because he was kissing a guy in the toilet. Oh, my God, that could send you back to the drawing boards on your first yeah. love affair. Holy cow, give me you a think, break. So not for you. Uh, not for me. 
Not for you. You just didn't didn't find it funny. Yeah, there are a couple of mildly funny things in there. Yeah, you know, but yeah, it was earnestly just, funny. You know that they're trying to make it, it's obviously a memoir. I mean, she had bad luck in Sacramento and at the Catholic school. I can see yeah, that. Average, just average, averagely. You know, there's not a lot of melodrama. There's no <laughs> melodrama in that movie. It's all very. Yeah, you know, it actually feels like it might have happened. <laughs> yeah, definitely memoir-ish. Yeah, yeah, nothing wrong with that. I mean, look, no, I, it's it depends on the life. Decent... I think whether you like the memoir. You know. Yeah, it's the first really great coming of age movie I've seen in a long time. I, oh I God, how many more coming of age movies? You know, I'm coming of aged. You know, I'm... aged. Yeah, well, there should needs to be one of those coming of aged. You know, I... hey, coming of aged. Well, that's darkest hour. You know, <laughs> darkest hour. <laughs> right, yeah. the yeah. Winston Churchill. Yeah. yeah, which I didn't Speaking see, actually, but I think it was Oldman very good in that, right? Very good, and, and and you know, it is one of those, you were talking about the makeup and how does he look, they, they're working with this Japanese master of prosthetics makeup where, yeah. you know, the, he spent three hours in the chair every morning just trying to get the jowls and everything, but somehow... Is there an Oscar like for prosthetics? No, there should be. Yeah. Visual effect, I don't know. To me, it is a visual effect, even though there's no digital anything about it. It's, it's really just a guy putting you know, plastic and latex on a, on, a, on a good actor's face. No, that feels... Yeah, it's, it's a really engaging performance, and he'll probably win, too. And I don't know. He wouldn't be my vote, uh, yeah. but it'll be, it'll, it won't make me unhappy to see Gary Oldman win his first yeah, Oscar. But your vote is for Daniel Kaluuya. Well, I like, I like that film a lot, and yeah. I don't even know... You know, Kaluuya in Get Out is playing the kind of role, kind of like Shursa Ronan is in the lead of Lady Bird. These are not big, dominant, aggressive characters. No. You know, they're they're kind of they kind of the movie sort of happens to them, and it's how they react to it. And that yeah. those performances tend to be subtler and a little less noticed. Noticed. Yeah. Yes. No, I I, so that, I I thought he you know they were trying to goad him into being you know they're, they're more aggressive and, and so forth. Right throughout the film, right. so that that was an undercurrent in the whole thing. But yeah. you, you see what Samuel Jackson said about the casting him, and that that was ridiculous. What, did he, what was he talk, was he getting on for being a Brit or what? Yeah, he said, "Why don't you get an, an American who knows what the experience actually is that he's ta- that he's portraying?" Oh, whatever. I mean, you that know, was ridiculous. I, I'm I'm a little less. Um, I mean, I. I, I, you know, it's a complicated question, but I think if you look at the quality of the acting going on in that performance in Get Out, I think if you can look at, you know, whether you like the film or not, if you look at Shursa Ronan's skill level and Lady Bird, you know, she's from Ireland for God's sake. Uh, you yeah, know, I, I don't sake. think you, I don't think you look at those performances and say uh, they're inauthentic. Why didn't they cast locally? Yeah. You know, I, I just don't. I don't think you can. Well, he must have wanted the part, but he's a bit old for it. Samuel Who's Jackson. That? Samuel Jackson. Jackson. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. Well, he's, uh, you know, America first, I guess, yeah. is his motto on the, on the casting. But, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And don't you love Laurie Metcalf, though? I mean, I, I, she's one love of my her. favorite. Yeah. Love her. And, she's, and uh, you know, again, I'd say this speaks to the quality of the film and the direction. I, don't, I haven't always loved her on... Camera, like on, because I think she picked like a lot of really good actors. You can pick up a lot of bad habits doing uh, series television for years. And I think on Roseanne, it was simply the loudest actor usually won the scene. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean. And but yeah. this is a very this feels like a completely 
compelling, thoughtful, interesting, you know, and not mm. always sympathetic character, no. beautifully done. But she's going to get zoomed by Allison Janney for I, Tanya because yeah. in I, Tanya, Allison Janney is playing a, uh, a really borderline monstrous mother figure, and mm-hmm. those the, that gets noticed more than just sort of a yeah. difficult, sometimes unsympathetic one. Yeah, beats up more of a monster than the other mother. Yeah, they like yeah. monsters. People like monsters. Yeah, when it comes to mothers, anyway. Yeah, or maybe in general, mother? other characters. What about mother? The film Mother. The mother. Oh, and I, yeah, I already talked to you about that, didn't I? I thought, uh, yeah. It was about writer's block. Yeah, and I, I does it really deserve? Yeah. Does Jennifer Lawrence deserve the Razzie for worst actress of the year? For no, no. I, well, no. I what I was saying was a, a best actress in the worst film. But but you said that it's actually a good. You like the film. Well, <laughs> it's, it's it's insane, uh, and it, I don't even know if it all work, half of it works. But I I gotta say I I I kind of went with it while it was happening, and I think there's a weird similarity in kind of what's going on in the movie Mother and in the movie Phantom Thread because they're really both about these complete narcissistic, egotistic insecure male egos trying to, you know, trying to create a world, you know, around themselves. And I think these movies are actually really smart about uh, the evil that men do. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I just think they Which work is not movies. a topic we don't cover much any, anymore. No, days. but I mean, well, and often you get these driven sort of obsessive, you know, male protagonists, and usually they're just kind of meant to be like, well, you know, they may be difficult, but they're, they're heroes, damn it, and you know, these guys are real schmucks, you know? yeah. <laughs> and that's what's wonderful about, um, especially Phantom Thread, which is a much better film. But yeah. uh, Daniel Day Lewis is playing one of the one of the biggest. I'll I'll use the word prig, one of the biggest prigs you've ever seen in a movie. But he's also the story doesn't let Did him. Did you off mean the to hook. say prick? Because you can say it, we're not really on the FCC. Uh... Radar. Really? Yes. No, no. In fact, if I knew if you had said that, I would have gone, boop, you know, to cover it. <laughs> he is. Okay. It's about a fashion house, the house of... Uh, Woodcock, yes. Woodcock. He, he plays, he plays a, a, high, a haute couture designer, big fancy dress designer in 1950s London. And, you know, that's his whole life is sort of like, you know, putting putting all these, you know, rich and royal figures sort of in the best finery. And then, you know, he meets... Uh, just sort of happenstance, he meets a, a waitress from the actress is from Luxembourg. We, you never really kind of hear where. Well, this what's she woman doing in that role? If she's from Luxembourg, she's fantastic, and, and well, she plays you know somebody who just sort of happened to wash up in 1950s England in the mm-hmm. north of England at this little tea shop. Mm-hmm. They meet, they fall in love, sort of, and this whole thing becomes a pretty toxic relationship. But it's in a way, it's the just the most twisted romantic comedy I've ever seen, and. Wow. Uh, I'd actually uh, argue that it has a, a happier ending than most of the rom-coms I, I sit through starring Katherine Heigl. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Can you actually sit through them? How far do you get? I'm paid to, baby. I mean, <laughs> you know. It's nice to see a toxic fashion film. You know, yeah, most of them yeah. are not toxic. They're, they can be no, annoying and, this, and involved. This one, I tell you, when this one gets going, I mean, there, there are some very interesting pl- plot turns in this. It's not really a mystery, but it's just kind of like, think, really, this movie's just going to go there but i don't know i i people hate the people who hate mother or i'm sorry people who hate phantom thread hate it like the people who hated mother hated it mm-hmm. i mean it, it is going to just hack off half of any audience yeah. but you know what i'm in the other half so. 
other half of what? So the, I'm in the audience that says, I don't even oh, know where right. this okay, movie's okay. going, but I'm going with it. That's what my wife would say if I was talking to her. And say, what do you mean, of what? What are we just talking about? Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we have it. Uh, well, put her on. Let's, let's, I want to sort this out. No, she's off doing her thing. Uh, okay, so and speaking of being a critic, and speaking of, you know, critics are filmic, you know, and most audiences are not filmic, really. You know, there are, yep. there are quite a few people who are very filmic and go to films because they're called films, as yes. opposed to movies because they're called movies. Movies, yeah. movies here. But uh, so what, is, what was the big film this year that you thought was actually amazing and deserved attention, didn't get any? Hmm. hmm. I know there's always one. There's always one. Well, you know, honestly, yes. I would say, since we're, since we're already talking about it, I would say it's a, a sort of a sad deal when we get a, um, a movie that is as bizarre and personal and, and yet compelling as Mother, and it sort of just gets written off as oh. a joke and a mistake and uh, Razzie nominations up and down. <laughs> you, know, you know, again, I, I don't... I don't love that movie like some people do, and I certainly don't hate it like a lot of people do. But I, I thought that was the case of, uh, you know, I was just sad that the, the the wave of kind of disdain for it was just going to prevent a lot of people from even trying it. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I don't know. I just a little ambition. That's what you live for as a critic. You want to see somebody try something you haven't seen in a while yeah. or ever. I guess know? I because I I like her so much as an actress, and, and for all the right reasons that uh, I hated to see her. Suffer. I mean, her suffering was so, made, she suffering, made it so yes. real, and that is. And it's also the 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 thing that really most a lot of people and a lot of critics hate about the film is that it's really just kind of a punishing experience for that female totally lead. And and she is, you know, again, it's sort of a reactive part, of, you know, because she's just kind of being beset and assaulted by so many different elements and. Things falling apart in her life, and then of course when it takes that crazy leap at the end into like the fantastic, which I don't want to give it away, but yeah. you know it's not really an actor's movie, honestly. I mean, she I thought yeah. she and Bardem did great, uh, and and I love him Pfeiffer. in most in most things, but he, yeah. I mean, he really wow. God. Michelle I, I, Pfeiffer shows up for twenty minutes in that film, and she's really good. And yeah, she's, she's really she funny, good, actually. Yeah, and funny. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Are, I think it, people are afraid. You know what? Honestly, people are afraid to laugh. I I keep hearing like. People go to everything from Phantom Thread to Mother to even Lady Bird, and they say, oh, you know, I didn't understand that people were laughing all around me. So, well, you know what? Honestly, there's a huge comic streak, different kinds, in all those movies. And I think people are simply nervous about laughing because they think that the movie is, quote, serious, you know? Yeah, but I mean, so, you, you can't, you, in this day and age in particular, in these current times, watching a woman being abused and basically beaten to death, among other things, is is hard? It's hard to see that well, that's, comic. That's not the funny part, right? Yeah, that's... <laughs> <laughs> I would say that's not the funny part. But uh, you know, early on in the middle of that picture, Aronofsky's film Mother. You know, you get you know when you get like the the parents showing up, you know, the mother playing by Michelle Pfeiffer, and then she's just kind of like walking in from a whole other universe and just sort of delivering all these withering wisecracks. And and you know, you know, of course that's intentionally funny, you yeah. know, and you, you laugh or you don't. But you know, just like not my sense of humor, but Three Billboards is essentially predominantly mm. uh, comic, even though it's about a woman trying to avenge yeah. the you know, rape and murder of her daughter, which is dead serious, but it's treated like this black comedy with full of violence, you know? Yeah. No, no I thought it was black, a black comedy or a comic. 
Yep. Uh, disaster artist, should I go see it? No. Okay. No. Anything I don't have any you want time to talk, to talk about, about <laughs> this. Life, uh, one life to live, Michael. I'm not going to talk about this film. It's just, I just. I know you not, refuse even to talk about it. I won't even. I'm off. I'm, I'm, this call's over. I'm sorry. You know, I, no, I, 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 no, I didn't want to see it or uh, after the uh, Golden Globes when you stopped the guy from saying anything. Uh, you know, I know. Push, push I know. Away from the, Ungracious, man. I mean, you know, of course the guy's, you know, half off his rocker, this guy, yeah. Tommy Wiseau, who made the, you know, what a lot of people consider the world's worst film called The Room, right. which is, I got to say, worth seeing once just to see if you find, you know, it, it amusing as sort of a car crash of a movie, you know, but I think of making a movie about the making of that film is really just, you know, small potatoes and kind yeah. of less and less pay off as it went. Yeah. And him personally, Franco? Franco, I've enjoyed him as an actor yep. in a lot of things, yeah. and I think he's you know, Pineapple weirdly. Express. I really liked. <laughs> yeah, my son's favorite movie, which is uh, unfortunate, but you know, so be it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to let you go because I know you probably have things to do. What do you usually do on on Saturday? Well, I usually spend 20 minutes trying to get people to call me on the correct number. <laughs> Isn't it, that's the number you gave me, though, isn't it? I mean, this is uh, years ago. But, no, actually, as of yesterday and then today, over and over, in various um, oh, you tried to you know, me social then. media platforms, I tried to yeah. get you guys the correct number. But oh, anyway, I'm glad I'm glad it worked. And uh, you know, I, I try to, to stay off social again. media. I try to stay but, off social media because uh, first of all, I'm not social. Yeah. And secondly, I'm not media. You know, so what's in it for me? <laughs> hey, it was fun. I'm glad we did it. Yeah, Michael. Thank you very much. Always nice to talk with you. Take care. We'll talk to you yeah. again. Okay. Best to you. Bye. Bye, guys. Ends abruptly. Oh, it's Lance from Korea. Oh, he's back again from Korea. <laughs> you know, the only call we get is is from Korea. That's a little unusual. Hey, Lance, how are you doing? Hey, good. How are you doing, Michael? Good, Hang good. on just a second. Let me turn the computer down. Okay. It's a... Uh, what, are you calling to apologize? Saturday night. You're calling to apologize Saturday for your night. last call? <laughs> yeah, Saturday night in Korea. I'm at Tasha's, Tasha's bar. Yeah. Again, huh? They let you back in after yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What's up? Hey, yeah, I had one thing to say yes. about the Florida Project. Yes. You need to watch more of it. Okay, I will. I will, since you recommend that it. That is a really good, really good movie. Yeah. I could. I, I, was, I was predisposed not also, yeah. but I watched it with my wife, and it was actually very good. All right, I will. You know, those kids at the beginning okay. are so off-putting. I know this yeah. silly thing with spitting on the cars is just a plot yeah. device. Okay, I but thought it was going to be more, out, more of that. Yeah, the kid, the kids turn out to actually be very good kids. Oh, good. See, there you go. A complete change in, in character. Like, uh, did you see the billboards movie? Not yet. Okay, I think you're going to like it. I don't know. Uh, I, I, I sounds like I would. I only yeah. get to see what I can see here in Korea. So yeah, yeah, no, I definitely. Well, they get them there first, don't they? On, usually on cassette. <laughs> I don't want to say that. But you're right. <laughs> Probably buy it on the street if you just walk outside the bar there. If the guy's still out there, I don't know. 
Yeah, yeah, he's about 100 meters away from me right now. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> You know, and I, you wrote me a very nice note, and I, I didn't write back to you, I think, about it. And you apologized for your last appearance on the show. But there was no need to apologize. You were just, you're, well, it was a well, life I just, I just, I feel like I was too agreeable. I was, <laughs> I was uh, so odd. I get that all the time. Yeah. I was too agreeable. I like yeah. K-pop. I named a band. And oh, yeah, you did. I you just, lied about uh, liking K-pop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think in, but that anyway. in and of itself was a bad thing. You probably had, you had said you had seven beers by her count anyway. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Tonight I've had, a, I've actually had, a, I think I might have had more. I don't know. I've been to yeah. many bars. I've only been yeah. here at Tasha's for two beers, so. Okay. I don't know the You've real count tonight. Been to several bars? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for calling up again, Lance. Always nice oh, talking. Yeah, sure, no problem. Yeah. Did you want to play the quiz from from Korea? That's never been done before. Really? Can yeah. I? Sure. You would you like to? I yeah. I don't want to monopolize the program because no, I was the ahead. first no caller else. of the year. Yes. You know. See, I only have one line here, so no one else can call. <laughs> I had three lines, but times being what they are, I had to get rid of two of them. So I got one line. Here. Okay. So this is your lucky Let me give it a shot. Okay. They, they, is the bar being held open for you? Yeah, the, no, no, the bar's open, not a problem. we got Mr. Wu is here, and Mr. Tasha Wu. is still here. Yeah. And as much help as they can be, they will help yeah. me. Yeah, but don't they close about now? Yeah, but Tasha is staying open for me. <laughs> I wonder ahead of time your show is on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, we have various categories, Lance. And they are uh, current events, people, places, things you should learn in school science, or odds and ends. You can pick uh, any one of those. And because I don't really, uh, I'm not going to stop you because you're Lance. Let's start with current events. Current events. All right. Here's the question. Why did the Guggenheim Museum's Yelp reviews suddenly go down the toy toy? Okay. I'll read it again. Why did the Guggenheim Museum, you know, the Guggenheim in New York, why did their Yelp reviews suddenly go down the toy toy? Uh, I have no idea, but I'm getting to something with the restroom facilities. Oh, in a way. No, maybe maybe this wasn't covered in South Korea. They they gave not uh, in the yeah. They, I didn't they read gave, it. They gave Trump, Trump wanted to get a uh, Van Gogh, a Van Gogh, <laughs> and they gave him a gold. Oh yeah, yeah. They offered the gold, him a golden gold toilet. toilet. Yeah, instead. Yeah. And so all the Trump okay. people are putting in one star reviews of the Guggenheim as a result. So. <laughs> So, okay, that would be uh, one wow. right. One right. One, one wrong. wrong? One wrong. Wow. Oh. Well, one wrong. Yeah. <laughs> one wrong. Try and pay attention. What, I don't know what you're doing there. Okay. Yeah. Let's go back here. That's, don't worry about it. No one ever loses this. And uh, let's see. So that was current events. We have people, places, things to learn in school, science, or odds and ends. Lance? Excuse me, Science. 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 Uh, the male TT monkey. Let me read that again. The male TT monkey, uh, they're notorious for one of the following things. Are they giving, very giving individuals? Are they athletic or are they jealous? The male TT monkey. T-I-T-I. Okay, they're notorious. M-O-K-E-Y. Notorious implies a bad thing. No, I mean, they're, 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 they're a quality that they've studied about them. I mean, it's, it's a big quality. It doesn't mean necessarily bad. Okay. Yeah, would be okay. giving, uh, athletic, or jealous. I don't think it's athletic. Okay, at least giving or athletic. Jealous or, or giving. Or, or, or jealous. 
I would say because they're jealous. Jealous? Yes, that's it. <laughs> oh, holy cow. Yes, they are jealous. They If if they see a female, uh, that they're female, or they, what they think is they're female, uh, and a strange male, uh, they then they, 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 they say something really funny to her, so she uh, disregards the guy. You know, like we do, sort of thing. I feel like the slight time lag in our phone call is working to my advantage. I think so. Any any lag would, would work. Okay. Right. That, one right and one wrong. Thank you very much. You okay. Really come to the forefront in this show. So that uh, we have everything else there, you know, or uh, we can do everything yeah, again if you want, current events, people, places, no. school, science, uh, odds and ends, whatever you want. Because uh, you're Lance. Things you learn in school. Things you should have learned in school. Uh, is there any rhyme for Peggy outside of Leggy? This is for young songwriters. Yes. Any rhyme for Peggy? Peggy. Outside of Leggy. You're writing a song. I feel like I want to say yes, just because I've never heard this before. Yes, but yes does not rhyme with Peggy. Yeah. Leggy. Any rhyme? Peggy, Weggy, Peggy. Maybe that's not a very good one. Here, let me give you this one. No, no, I'm okay. I'm okay. okay. Let me think about it. Let me think about it. I'm going through the alphabet. Okay. Take your time. (laughs) It's on your dime, I I think. I would say. Yeah, it is. I would say no. <laughs> I'll accept that. You can say draggy, but that isn't really it. No. <laughs> or beg he. No. Okay. I would say yes. Don't use Peggy's name. Call her Peg. And you got a lot more promises. Sorry. Okay. Two right and one wrong. Okay. Very good. So one more, and you've actually won this quiz. And we have the usual categories that you just heard so many times. Lance, what would you like? But I'm. Um, Need to hear them again. Sorry. Okay, current events, Drunk people, already. places, school, science, odds and ends. Oh, hey, I'm still stuck in 1988. Yeah. We can repeat the categories now? Now we can because it's your Lance. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Let's go with science, please. Science? Okay. Yeah. Uh, antisocial marmots. You know the marmots? Yes. Okay. Antisocial ones. There, there. Apparently, there are marmots that are antisocial. Most of them are very social. Some of them are antisocial. Anyhow, so antisocial marmots: a, look bad and die young; b, put on weight but live longer; or c, look good and live long. Antisocial marmots. I don't think they look good. What are the other two choices? What are the first two choices? I have a picture on there. It actually looks pretty good. So. <laughs> Look uh, look bad, die young, put on weight, but live longer, and look good, and live longer. Put on weight and live longer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm torn here because, um, yes, I'm going to accept that. Oh, right. They do live longer. That's the important part of that. Holy cow! He knows Marmot! He knows, yes, actually, so being antisocial, the important thing is not whether they look good or put on weight to get there, but they live longer. If they're antisocial, uh, and it's like two years lo- longer, on average, and I don't know how they figure this out. I, if they hang around and figure out and watch the guy uh, who's antisocial, but uh, so they, he could live as long as seventeen years if, just for being antisocial, which I think bodes well for the rest of us. Lyle, what do they want? What has Lance won? Now I got to mail this to Korea, Lyle. So light objects, please. 
or no, no, no. I have I have an American address. It's okay. Oh, good. Go, just give him whatever he wants. It's a memoir. <laughs> it's a musical CD, all in one. It's Michael Feldman's book, something I said, innuendo, and out the other, plus the CD, <laughs> My Life, the musical with music and illustrations by John Seeger. And find out what percentage of the American public does not finish what it starts and more in Michael Feldman's quintessential tome, What Do You Knowledge? All You Need to Know About This and That and Then Some. Congratulations. Thanks, Lance. Great. Thank you. You're a guy. I want you to keep calling because so far no one else has except you. Okay, so. Well, you know, it's funny because I'm looking at the messages, yeah. the comments. There's a lot of people watching you. I know. But, you know, but, they don't make the association of doing, you know, of doing this messaging or whatever on facebook yeah. and, and making a phone call i don't want to i don't want to make this the lance show though yeah it's bit why not it's better than the feldman show what i'm <laughs> no, going to do here, what i'm going to do here lance is uh pot you down here so we won't be able to hear you and then you'll be able to tell uh lyle that address that okay. you're talking about thanks man sounds good thank okay, you thanks good. for taking nice, my call nice talking to you all right bye. there's lance there okay, in lance. south korea I want to thank you for listening, watching, whatever you've been doing. It's been fun, actually, and Michael Phillips in particular for joining us here. He's not the swimmer. Glad to know that. And uh, talk to you next week. Uh, we'll be back again with the man who found the biggest prime number in history. And uh, so stay tuned for that. That's, uh, that's got you on the edge of your seat, I know. Talk to you real soon. Thank you.